If you like this show and want to make your own, let me tell you about Anchor. Number one, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So it turns out, it's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the fourth industrial transhumanist internet of bodies graphene nanobot revolution. Here we will briefly explore how 5G, the COVID industrial complex, nanotech, transhumanism, and a man by the name of Charles Lieber, how they all fit together. The wireless future is here. And seemingly the idea under this transhumanist agenda is to place nanotech inside of our bodies that communicate in real time with the smart grid, which will be powered by 5G. The model ostensibly turns human beings via nano implants into antennas that can transmit information Basically, they're turning human beings into quasi-machines. Welcome to the fourth industrial transhumanist IOB, Internet of Bodies, Graphene Nanobot Revolution. It's called the Internet of Bodies, IOB, or the Nanotech of Things, NTOT, and it connects with the Internet of Things, the IOT. This is accomplished by embedding graphene-made sensors into fabrics, or better yet, the nanotech is implanted or ingested, creating a technology platform inside of your body. For example, for example, Pfizer's CEO, Albert Borla, described the first ever Food and Drug Administration approved electronic pill, which will invite compliance by sending a signal to your doctor that you have indeed swallowed your medication. And if you haven't swallowed your medication, it also sends a message to your doctor saying that you have not obeyed the prescribed order. What we will see is a kind of fusion of the physical, the digital, and biological world, says Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum. In order for all of this connectivity to occur, these particles contain graphene, as it is superconductive and highly integrative with neuron cells in the body and brain. 
Nanotech pioneered by Nanotech King Charles Lieber is completely unregulated. And it's arguably in the food that you eat, drugs that you take, vaccines that you're injected with, the air that you breathe, and the water that you drink. Meanwhile, while there is no shortage of studies devoted to graphene-based nanomaterials, GBNs, there still is a lack of systematic research on human health or environmental effects. And yet, integrating humans with hardware is supposedly being sold to us for our safety and our health. There is a site called Nano Robot Inventor, and there's a paper published on this site taken back from 2008 titled Nanorobots to Improve Healthcare. Nanorobots to Improve Healthcare. Keep in mind that this is written back in the year 2008. We are now in 2022. The paper says, Recent developments in the field of nanoelectronics, with transducers progressively shrinking down to smaller sizes through nanotechnology and carbon nanotubes, are expected to result in innovative biomedical instrumentation possibilities with new therapies and efficient diagnosis methodologies. Lieber goes on to confirm that a transistor also allows this or the application of a voltage pulse. Such devices might one day provide hybrid biological digital computation or deep brain stimulation for Parkinson's patients or serve as an interface for a prosthetic that requires information processing at the point where it attaches to its owner. Over the course of time, it has been proven that Lieber's injectable electronics can be integrated with the brain with minimal invasions and can continue to function for at least a year. Who knows what happens after that? At a conference in 2016 called Code Conference, Elon Musk stated publicly that given the current rate of artificial intelligence advancement, humans could ultimately expect to be left behind, cognitively, intellectually, by a whole lot. His solution to this unappealing fate is a novel brain-computer interface. They don't list it here in the article, but we already know that it's Neuralink. And as I've written extensively on a couple of other papers, in a, in a couple of other papers, Elon Musk has made it clear that humans will be obsolete unless they merge and converge and join the Borg. The Internet of Bodies will tell us a lot. The sensors they want to create inside each person's body will collect vast amounts of data. Data which has been determined to be more precious than oil. Yes, as I've stated in many other shows, data will be the currency of the future. Not worthless promissory notes and not fiat currencies. To put things into perspective, Big Pharma, with the help of Big Tech, has begun usurping the medical data of millions of Americans as early as 
2019. Alphabet, Google's parent company, for instance, acquired Fitbit for a cool $2.1 billion. Now in the year three of the Rona regime, they are coming after us. Imagine how much information they can technically collect, giving us a viability score. In the Netherlands, their biometric mask surveillance practices are increasingly being used to control people's access to healthcare, sports venues, travel, shopping, and other everyday activities. Because like I said, it is the rise of a scientific dictatorship. While globalists aim to vaccinate the world, and our proverbial fellow humans turn into Magneto Man, evidence indicates that Big Pharma aided and abetted by very sick Rockefeller hospitals is injecting us with nanoparticles meant to respond to signals while changing our very nature and DNA. Yes, as I've made it clear, this is a human augmentation operation as well as a calling of the population at the same time, simultaneously. In the year 2017, in a noun scrubbed off the internet study out of Italy, looking at adjuvants, researchers found that 15 traditional vaccines and 44 variations of these, all manufactured by leading global companies, shared a previously unreported and troubling similarity. The vaccines were heavily contaminated with a variety of nanoparticles. This is an indisputable fact. You just can't see them. A nanometer is one eighty thousandth the diameter of an eyelash, one millionth the size of a pinhead. If your nanoparticles self-assemble correctly with Harvard, Harvard's Charles Lieber injectable nanomeshes, you can actually get a nice little wireless nano network going, says investigative journalist George Webb, who has looked into Lieber and the Wuhan origin story since the year 2020. Corona didn't just launch DARPA's mRNA technology. Corona launched nanotechnology applications for immunology. Gold nanoparticles, silver nanoparticles, iron oxide nanoparticles, silicon dioxide nanoparticles, and graphene nanoparticles are all being researched for COVID applications, all of a sudden, mysteriously. It's all a part of the COVID industrial complex. What if these were never vaccines against the virus? And instead, all of this time, it was a secret nanotech project developed to reach and control the brains of the human population at some point. Seemingly, some jabs were manufactured using nanotechnology. In Spain, it was even described as secret nanoparticles. These nanoparticles become magnetic when they reach the same temperature as the human body. When they remain in an under zero degrees environment, they remain unmagnetic. 
The graphene hydroxide works as an antenna for the electric circuits, electronic circuits they are injecting. If they can create transistors, they can also make an identifier like an RFID chip that can ping a number back once the person is near an RF field or radio frequency field. Graphene oxide in the brain creates transistors and ostensibly creates its own network. Thanks in big part to Charlie Lieber, molecules of graphene can interact with neurons in the brain in a remote mode. Using different radio frequencies, 5G could be one of these. Can they also map the brain and transmit and receive instructions remotely? Do these nano devices and smart biosensors become programmable? The answer is yes. The literature proves as much. Consider these following passages from a 2008 paper between Australia and China. In the proposed platform architecture, different programs and commands can be sent and information retrieved from inside of the body through wireless communication, providing important aspects on interface and medical instrumentation of nanorobots. The proposed model uses electromagnetic radio waves to command and detect the current status of nanorobots inside of the body. Therefore, the cell phone is applied for the medical nanorobotics platform. This occurs as the cell phone emits a magnetic signature to the passive CMOS sensors embedded in the nanorobot, which enables sending and receiving data through electromagnetic fields. From the last set of events recorded in pattern arrays, information can be reflected back by wave resonance. What happens when you integrate communication with nanorobots using radio frequency ID, mobile phones and satellites, applied to long distance ubiquitous surveillance and health monitoring? The jury is not yet out, but I can tell you, this will intimately tie directly into the beast infrastructure and the scientific dictatorship surveillance grid that most likely will be fully up and running by 2030. Till next time. Shalom Aleikum.